Today our podcast will be talking about how stories can be performed or told in many different ways, such as theater and dance. I interviewed a teacher from Judy School of Dancing about choreographing to songs that are more story-like. This is what she said. Is it easier to choreograph to a song that has a storyline or one that doesn't? It depends, honestly. depends on the song. Because I think I love to tell a story through a dance. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to connect the movements to convey what the message or the story of the song is. And you just hope that there's like somebody that can get it. I listen to a song over and over and over again. People in the audience, for the most part, are going to hear it once. But I think what the dancers end up pulling off, you know, helps decide whether or not the story is told. I don't know. I can go either way. It okay. really depends. Sometimes I like just straight up choreography. So has anyone in the <clears throat> audience ever really come up to you to talk about a certain storyline dance? Parents have, you know, realized, oh, this song has, you know, this message. Or they didn't understand, they didn't quite get the message. And then you explain it and they're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Which to me, I think it's completely clear. Um, Like, for instance, Say. Like I thought Say was a very, you know, clear thought, but some people had to be explained to. So the dance Say that she was talking about was say by john mayer and our like theme for it was see something say something and we had that written on a board behind us and it seems obvious to us because we listen to that song so much but obviously not everybody understands the meanings behind different songs so we want to make it clear to the audience that that's what was going on and then we also had choreography that like went along with see something say something what are some things you tell us dancers to do so that the audience will understand the story better? Well, I always tell you to go home and listen to the music and you have to feel it first. Understand the story and then when you're on stage you have to project and you have to emote. I always try to tell them to dig deep but sometimes it's hard because it's my story that I'm trying to tell but then trying to teach my students to have the same feeling as me. So that's why I always start with go home, listen to this, but listen to it in your head, headphones on, loud, or in your space. How do you show a story through your dancing? Well, I will listen to the music loudly and I like go through the dance in my head, whether it's full out at the studio or just like in my head. You know, I just do the dance a lot. Um, I feel I do my best during the actual performance. And I also think it's easier to show the story when it's, like, something easier to do. I think it's easier to do, like, darker things and harder to do happy things. Which, like, it's not that I'm, like, a sad person, but it's just a lot easier to not smile than to smile for, like, three whole minutes. In competition in a month, we were doing this dance, Paint It Black, and it's very, like, we've been saying, it's dark and twisty. And it's easier to, like, show their, like, dark face, like, that, like, attitude than in tap we have to be like all like bright and happy and bouncy and stuff like I can do both of them and I like go full out for both of them but I just think it's easier to do one than the other it also depends on the mood I'm in personally so how about you how do you show your stories or show stories through your dancing um I usually just go full out like whether it's at the studio or 
it's during like a competition I try to show my emotion more during competitions like I usually had upbeat songs to dance to so I always had to be happy and smiling for three or four minutes <laughs> you know I do think the costume also makes a story it does like you can't have this really boring costume for this really big dance yeah like productions those costumes really matter different parts of the songs has like different meanings so you can show that through the costumes and I think props help too they definitely help like I said earlier, our dance say we had different props. So I definitely think that helped. I interviewed two actors from the Greater Boston Stage Young Company, and we talked about how the way you perform changes how some people interpret a story. Today we'll be interviewing John Pagliarulo. Hi John, say a little bit about yourself. Thank you, Shailen. Very hi, everyone. My name is John Pagliarulo. I'm a junior here at Stoneham High School, and I'm a big theater guy. I've been doing theater since I've been in fifth grade, and I'm very lucky to be interviewed by some great people. We're also going to be interviewing Kira Howie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, thank you, Shayla and Bree. My name's Kira. I do, I've been doing theater for about four or five years now. I've been in 11 productions at Greater Boston Stage Company. Um, and Shayla's the best and I love her. We do shows together and Bree is an icon. When it comes to acting, what do you do to your performance to help tell the story? Well, first you have to do character analysis and figure out who your character is. Um, what I like to do is I figure out their motives at the beginning, middle, and end of the story and where they're coming from. You have to find out the perspective of your character and really figure out who they are before you can portray them. Um, and then that's why during the performances it just comes natural to you because you spend so much time with the text and the character and who they are. When it comes to acting, what do you do to your performance to help tell the story? I think what it comes to acting is is when I'm trying to like figure out the role and figure out the character. I think of one word and that one word is empathy. I think of putting myself in another person's shoes and trying to figure out how this character is feeling when he's in these specific scenes. When it comes to singing, what do you do to your performance to help tell the story? Uh, when it comes to singing, what I do to my performance to help tell the story is that you change the inflection of your voice. Like if I'm singing a certain song, if it's higher and louder at some point, say it's the climax of the song, you belt it and you use that vocal technique to make it really loud and really powerful. But if it's a more quiet moment, of more like a more narrow moment in the song, you have a very like light falsetto to get that emotion out. So it's more about the infliction of your voice and how you're singing the song to help tell the story. When it comes to singing, what do you do to your performance to help tell the story? I think it's definitely just similar to Kier's in a way of that I use my voice in different ways to tell the story. I think that in general when it comes to singing, singing is involved in performance because you want to put something on live and you want to entertain just in general the people who are watching your performance. When it comes to dancing, what do you do to your performance to help tell the story? Well, dancing is a big part of the story because the big musical numbers in the show are usually moments in the show where the plot is really pinnacle. Like, there's always a song 
in a dance number to like go along with the peak of the plot and like the peak of the conflict or at least the resolution of the conflict. So dance is a huge part of telling the story because what's happening in the number, like if it's a lot of big movements, the entire ensemble, it shows you like where you are in the plot. And also it's for the audience because dance numbers are super entertaining to watch and so much fun to like see everyone on stage. When it comes to dancing, what do you do to your performance to help tell the story? All right, so when it comes to dancing in general, dancing is all about movement. You're using movement to tell the story. That's what the point of dancing is. So whenever I'm asked to dance on stage, the point is, is that the way I move, the way I dance on stage is telling the story and that helps propel what's going on in the plot of the story. How do costumes and props explain the plot line? They help create a visual for what you see instead of like you have this visual in your head but when it comes to props and costumes it brings the show to life. How do costumes and props explain the plot line? Well costumes and props really bring the characters to life. What you're wearing can help you get into character and the mindset of your character and the props that they use having the physical manifestation will also help you get into character. It helps tell the story because it's showing these characters and like if someone dresses a certain way, you know a little bit more about their personality. Today I'm here with Barbara Morash, and she has a long career of performing, and we're hoping you'll share some of your viewpoints with us. How did you get into performing, and what training have you had? I got into performing when I was in high school. My teacher at the Spartan Chorale, she had a great group up at the high school, and she encouraged us singing. And then the music director got me involved with being the lead singer for the Stoneham High Jazz Band. Then it went from there where I got hired through the school exchange program. And I got hired at Nahant Junior High to direct Godspell. And I just started performing and directing shows from that point on. And I believe I was 16 when it began. Then I went to New England Conservatory after high school and I got my degree in voice and in opera singing. And then I got involved with musical theater and I became a performer and I was hired to do operas and hired to do musical theater and to direct shows. I had a theater down the Cape called the Golden Anchor Theater of which um, I had to direct all the shows for the summer and I performed in them. And then there was a room called the Camelot Room. Well. Let's just say I have done a lot of performing throughout my career, including roles and in directing, performing the roles and directing and singing. We are interested in why stories matter through the eyes of a theatrical performer. Stories matter a great deal when you're a performer. When I've been given a role, the very first thing I wanna do is to read the story, just read the play, find out what the information is about the person I'm going to betray and learn about it. And then after I do that, I then start to research why the story is the way the story is and what's behind the story, what else is there. Sometimes it's writing a backstory, which means that I write a story that precedes the start of the play or the musical that explains where the person's coming from. For example, when I did the role of Torandot in a Puccini opera, I played the leading role of Torandot. She was an ancient princess from China many years ago. And she was an empress and her father was going to be dying and she hadn't married yet. And she didn't want to marry. In this opera, they understand and are taught 
eventually that if they want to ask her hand in marriage, they have to answer three riddles. And if they don't answer the three riddles correctly, their heads are chopped off. Needless to say, a lot of men were getting their heads chopped off. And what she was doing is putting the heads on a totem pole in the front of the palace. So anybody that came and went in front of the palace saw they would be too frightened to ask for a hand in marriage. So that's the premise of the story, and her name is Torandot. And the question is, why would she do that? What causes this play to happen and this storyline to happen? So it matters to understand who she is and why she does what she did. Therefore, I had to do some back research and, and look back into ancient China and traditions and things that were going on at that time. And I also discovered that women died in childbirth, very common in those days. And I did know from the opera that her mother had died at childbirth. So I also learned that she was not allowed to do anything for herself. Therefore, she had she was Torrenzot's known for these very, very long fingernails. And why? It's because she was not allowed to do anything for herself. She did absolutely nothing, which has to do with some of the posturing you always see in the, the ancient Chinese princesses with their arms out a lot with their long fingernails because with those long fingernails, it's hard to coordinate as a normal person would. So that's another thing to understand. So now knowing that her mother died at childbirth and she doesn't have people to talk to because the people, normal people aren't allowed to really converse with her. Her father's very elderly and he doesn't talk to her. It becomes very apparent that she has no normal interactions with people. But what she does know is that when her mother gave birth to her, her mother died. So I think as a young girl, she translates having babies would be, I'll die when I have my baby. So the last thing she wants is a husband because she doesn't want to die. Now, if you go from that storyline and you realize who she is and where she's coming from, it matters. Her storyline matters. That's why she's up there telling people she's going to cut their heads off if they ask for a marriage. It makes all the, the storyline um, be motivated. It's easy to understand her and posture and, and be like a nice princess, but it's her life versus their life. So it puts a whole different spin. It always matters to know who the other person is. And you are, have to always remember, it's not your story, it's their story. So to the actor, their story matters a lot. Who are they? Why are we listening to this story? What matters about it? And how do we portray it? Well, that's interesting. I can see that the storylines really do matter. Thank you. Why do our stories matter? Our stories matter because we learn from other people's stories and from what other people do because everyone goes through something different, everyone's story is different, and their life lessons that they learn can impact your own life and your own story. Why do our stories matter? Because they're all so different and because they're all so special. We have to tell our stories because if we don't tell our stories then they're not going to be heard.